Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the WrestleTalk podcast. I imagine most of you have just come from the WrestleTalk news episode where we announced the biggest signing in the history of, well, I guess WrestleTalk. <laughs> well, uh, that's very kind. It's Adam Blompier. It's me. Hi, Oliver. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, we don't, uh, I don't think we've ever signed anyone before. <laughs> Everyone else has been organically homegrown. No, looking forward to that big signing bonus. When, when's that coming through? Yeah, so the Royal Rumble fantasy booking mm. is, yeah, we thought because you're on the team now, you're here. I am. Let's just squeeze you for content. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're a content sponge right now. <laughs> I don't, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, but no, thank you very much for having me. Um, yes, the Rumble, the Rumble prediction video went all right. That was cool. Mm. Um, and and I, yeah, it turns out I am some sort of weird soothsayer, apparently, according to people who tweeted at me. They um, they, <laughs> they send me tweets like, I can't believe Adams predicted the first two entrants. It's like, well, everyone knew Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, you could do no wrong to be honest. No, exactly. Um, how? What was the final? I'll poll get result? it up now. Yeah. I yeah, I never actually announced it. Uh, Why is that? It's just you know something. It's not that I'm against losing no. uh, or the unfairness of the whole situation, but it's mm -hmm. not a priority for me. No, absolutely, it's not about gourds and trinkets. No. Um, but what was it just out? Just just so we can satisfy, it's so sort of like it close was off the narrative. You really. you you won. Um, Did I? I don't know that's how a, much by. That's surprising. How much by? Um, I mean, so congratulations. No, that's yeah. I mean, obviously that means a lot. But I, uh, how big was the victory? So YouTube has updated their back end, and it's just it's a nightmare to navigate. Yeah, you can probably find it. Mm, I mean, oh no, this this is the same as it was before. That's interesting. Okay, well, yep, okay, the results are a few more clicks away 
Or we could just talk about <laughs> the creative process. We could, but right. we're not going to. So let's see what happens with the... Here it is. So it's the poll. Uh, who booked it better? Let's, I'm going to click on it. Three, two, one. Right, damn, okay, that's quite damn. a few more for you. You got double figures, though, didn't you? Well, just. Exactly 10%. <laughs> oh. Yeah. How does that feel? So, so in YouTube's fantastic maths, yeah. quick maths, you got 89%. And you got 10%. And I got 10%. 1% unde <laughs> undecided. So that, I'm, I'm going to take that 1%? Yeah. That I got I, 11%. I donate that to you. That's fair. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun to, to do it again. The rumbles are always the, the most fun to book. Uh, it's kind of laying out kind of like names on a piece of paper, like writing them down on a little scrap piece of paper and just putting them on a big timeline. So I don't forget who's who's eliminated. I forgot during the video to eliminate uh, Edge. Whoops! But I got the person who eliminated him correct. Mm. Another Reigns. example of you being able to tell the future. That's right. I got Seth Rollins at number thirty. I got someone kicking Brock in the dick, and that's what mm -hmm. got him eliminated. I'm. That's what happens. They probably saw our video. Ha yeah, d definitely. Paul Heyman. Shortly after voting for me in the poll, <laughs> they decided to stop the presses. I've got an idea. Well, th let's not discount them watching the whole video and seeing my half and then knowing what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> I liked yours. Yeah, I liked man. yours a lot. I, I voted for you. I actually <laughs> did. Um, but um, the John Morrison Kofi thing, I cannot believe they didn't do. I know, because it was, was so feasible. Between the both bookings, that was literally the best thing. I think my, my problem was I never said any of the stuff out loud to enough people right. before doing it. Whereas you've got a lot more experience. You, you would have. How was it coming back to the fantasy booking after? When was the last time you fancy booked something? Like two uh, years? Uh, yeah, I wrote those books, which are no longer in circulation. I wrote a couple of new bookings uh, for them, which was, which was fun. Uh, but that was very much kind of like writing it for prose. Whereas the last time mm. I wrote something for camera performance, yeah, tw uh, mid-2015. Mid so coming up on three years. But it was a lot of fun to do. Um, it is, it, the rumbles are the best ones because you can do stuff that you normally would, you can't do. You can have people stepping up to people they wouldn't be able to. You can, and it's just, yeah, Pulling out um, of you know surprise returns. You of course, uh, it was about sixty-five percent surprise <laughs> returns, uh, including Austin Aries, which I thought was the. I can't believe that didn't because <coughs> you you obviously you do a lot of wrestling news. You hear a lot of rumors and inside talk. I was like, wow, okay, Ollie knows something that we don't. And then Austin Aries didn't show up. Maybe yeah. missed his flight. It was so that was a case of me thinking I need more, <laughs> and the I wow factor. I looked at everyone who wasn't signed with anyone else at the moment, <laughs> and his was a name that wasn't Enzo and Cass. You know they screwed me over as well because I I I did I took it seriously and went to Wikipedia and looked at everyone who was officially announced. You know, just a bit. Of, just oh, a when bit. you say they screwed you over, yeah, yeah the you WWE mean, you mean screwed me <laughs> over <laughs> right. because they took heavy machinery out. They took yeah. Rusev and they took um, Bobby Lashley out. It was nowhere near what mm. they said. Kane wasn't in there. Kane, which like, one? The Kane machine or Velasquez. <laughs> Because neither, really. Neither. I mean, I wasn't really expecting Velasquez. 
Um, Do you know they apparently they told him he was going to be in it? Well, he tweeted that he was going to be yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Off of the back of them saying, <laughs> yeah, don't worry, your first rumble. Super yeah, excited. Probably, mate. Nah, I don't even know. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Um, right result, I thought. I mm. kind of like, um, me and my friends were kind of like predicting, and I said, like, thinking with my head, Roman Reigns, thinking with my heart, Kofi, and then the wild card was Drew. Um, and I think that's a really, 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 really good decision. He hasn't won it, you see. And people who haven't won the Royal Rumble should win the Royal Rumble, I think. Um, do you think Roman Reigns is going to be number two forever? Well, like, just getting, just get, making it to the final two. Yeah. I think it's a really good use of him. I think Cena had that role for a while because you always think the company are going to put him over. Mm. And that heightens the drama considerably. I think a final two of McIntyre and Reigns worked far better than uh, him and Edge, for instance. Yeah. Why do you think so? he's, he's really good at... He's, he's basically a tool now yeah. for kind of manipulating the crowd. Just like Edge can't win it, um, but we don't want McIntyre to eliminate him. So just put Roman Reigns in the mix. He can do that, soak up all the booze, and as soon as he gets eliminated, um, Drew soaks up all the heat. It's amazing. Like he's, yeah, he's become just sort of like this weird Royal Rumble buffer. Like hmm. he, he exists in one Rumble verse. Like that, that is his sort of match that he could probably never win again. Unless, like, unless they keep doing him as like number two for years and years and years until eventually fans are like, oh, you know what? Reigns can actually win this Rumble, but we're not there yet. No, it's the only match I think people don't want him to win anymore. Yeah. Like I think people have come around on Roman Reigns in general. Um, I think he's just, you know, a little bit of the John Cena thing. He's had too many good matches. He's kind of paid his dues. He's like John Cena's gone, and now he is like the kind of the, the full time face of the company. Uh, it's just like and people will give him respect. It's just not in the Rumble. Mm. <laughs> he can't win that. He's not allowed. Well, it just means oh, it's another three months of Roman to WrestleMania. Yeah, Roman at the top again. I just think like you, he is in such a position where he never needs to be in the Rumble. He mm. can just walk out and say, "Big dog, woof woof." Bray <laughs> Wyatt at WrestleMania, and everyone will be just like that tracks. But people like Drew, yeah, it kind of that adds that extra level of spice to the feud because yeah, he's. And also, I thought it was beautiful. Like, if he's going to eliminate Brock, yeah, absolutely. Double down, lean into it, and push him all the way. That completely makes sense. You said a controversial thing on your first day in the office, oh, yeah. which was essentially Brock Lesnar is the greatest wrestler. Mm -hmm. Was it was it currently working of, or of all time? Currently working. Currently working. For what a wrestler is to WWE. He's WWE's greatest wrestler. Yeah. Um, I, and I said, let's not lead with that as a video title. <laughs> Cowards. <laughs> I wanted it to be my first top ten. Uh, I, he's my favourite wrestler going, I think. Like, it, it really goes in and out. Mm. Like, Daniel Bryan's great. Uh, AJ Styles is great. But they've also kind of like... They're, 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 they're stars, they kind of, they, they, they wax and wane, like they can be in really exciting stuff and they can be in really kind of not exciting stuff. I'm kind of always pumped to see a Brock Lesnar match, even if I know it's going to be one of those ones he doesn't really show up for. I, I am, like, on Raw I can take or leave it, don't watch Raw anyway, who does? But <laughs> in, in terms of pay-per-view, I think he's been the most consistently performing big mm. match wrestler in the last decade. I think he's 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 phenomenal. He's a freak. 
Um, he's really good at things that people don't give him credit for being really good at. He's phenomenal at selling. Oh yeah. He does amazing facials. Like every time he's in a match and says something, uh, it becomes like the the big wrestling meme, like "Ooh, big boy" when Keith <laughs> Lee was <laughs> walking to the ring, or um, like I, I I think he's I think he's been so carefully managed. And to be honest, like I know a lot of people hate him because he disappears, but I quite like it. I, Keeps him I, special. Yeah, exactly. And not even just that. I like. I sort of like fan trolling a little bit. Mm. Like, I like the fact you that just people. Just say trolling. Is it was it trolling? I would say trolling. Trolling. Like a troll. I'm supposed to be the posh one. <laughs> no trolling. I don't know. It, it trolling. Sounds, trolling. It sounds like something. Yeah, it's more onomatopoeic. Um, Trolling sounds like deliberate and well. Now you make now you make it sound weird. Sounds like it. You're, you sound weird. Um, I think he's yeah. He's like his kind of disdain for the business, however much of a work <laughs> that is. Yeah. Because no one can really tell. Uh, I'm sure he would rather not be doing what he's doing, but he's so good at it. And when he tries, it's amazing. I think this. I think the first half. I showed someone who wasn't a huge fan of wrestling. And the wonderful thing about Brock is there's a complexity to his character for people who like wrestling, but such a compelling simplicity to his character for mm. people who don't. I showed it to someone who, who wasn't a fan, and they loved the first half, and as soon as he was gone, they got bored. Oh, like no way. After like yeah. 10 or so minutes, they were just like, I'm not as into it, because it was such a compelling story. And I know a lot of people were just like, oh, boo, it's Brock. He's going over the entire roster. And it's like, well, yeah, he's the champion. He makes sense. Like, no one makes more sense as WWE champion in a combat perspective than Brock Lesnar. I think he's really great. So for that first half where he was just running through people, mm. and because, yeah, Elias was the first out after him, which you had predicted. I did predict that. Uh, not uh, Matt Riddle, like I had said, <laughs> and then Gilberg. I mean, Matt Riddle did, he lasted almost as long as your prediction. Uh, like, you predicted him lasting, what, an hour, hour, hour five? Yeah, pretty much till the final four. Is that, because you, you know more about, like, mm. insider stuff than me. I'm very much on the outside where, where I enjoy it. Um, but is, is he, was that a punishment? Yeah, so initially, they said, no, it's not a punishment. I, when me and Luke saw it on the live reactions, we were like, that's a punishment. That's a punishment. Yeah. Because around the same time, there were these reports of Lesnar and Riddle having this altercation backstage alter thing. verbal altercation, uh, where some of the, oh, I can't remember the verbiage, verbiage that Lesnar said, but it was just, you know, if you, if you imagine Brock saying it to you, yeah. just crap your pants. With his crazy high voice <laughs> and his giant Maybe brain. Heyman just said it all for him. Yeah, probably. Well, uh, Brock just kind of danced in there. And then Matt Riddle apparently just no-sold it, really. He was like, whatever, bro. <laughs> but then, it, yeah, then he comes out, gets eliminated by Baron Corbin right away. In less than a minute, right? Yeah, it was before the next person came out, so it's 90 insane. seconds. And, yeah, I think it's a case of Vince... The, the worst case scenario here is Vince McMahon doesn't see anything in him, mm. which is why he just fed him to Corbin and sort of played with the smart fans. And kind of punished him, I guess, for because Brock was unhappy with him. Yeah. But everyone else does see something in him, because Triple H obviously adores him. Everyone, yeah, of everyone with some smarts. And you only have to look at like the women's rumble. Obviously, like there is a little, there's there's fewer big characters um, on the main roster uh, in the women's division than there is in the men's. But just the, the amount of NXT and just and well, like look at Bianca Belair, right? It's clear, yeah. it's clear that it, even if 
Vince is not as involved in NXT as Triple H. It's clear that Triple H carries some sway just in that booking. Like she holds the current, well, both the, the record for eliminations for Women's Rumble is tied between two NXT superstars now. Oh, was it? Well, what Shana, does Michelle McCool? Ah, right. Oh, no, yeah, Bianca got the new uh, record, uh-huh. and then Shayna got it in the same Rumble, nice. <laughs> but in like a third of the time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On, on the Brock booking at the start, how do you feel in the Kofi spot? Because you had Kofi to win in your fantasy booking. I did. And I, there was a bit of a tease that it could happen for a moment. Well, he was the first one that survived the 90 seconds. Mm. So they gave him that. Um, I, Other than that, like, yeah, he didn't look. I, Even in my booking, it's not, it was, like the story wasn't Kofi goes can go toe-to-toe with Brock, which for me makes the idea of a Kofi Brock mania match where narr- in, in the narrative trope Kofi's supposed to win, that's what makes that feud interesting. Like Drew is a more believable contender, but in that way it kind of makes it seem a little flatter. Like, yeah, I, I believe Drew can pin Brock Lesnar. I don't necessarily know how Kofi would do it. And that journey for me is what made me want to put Kofi over in the Rumble. But I, like he, yeah, it felt like a little bit of a consolation prize. Like, you get to last the 90 seconds, you get to do a little bit of hot fire at the beginning, and then you then bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then your your friends can come in, your, <laughs> your, your small army against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, because it was him, Rey Mysterio. And Big E. And Big E, yeah. I 
loved it when Brock did the poetry emotion. To that was that was incredible. That's the thing. Brock Brock does these things, and you <laughs> like everyone forgets that he can do it. Like when do you remember that match he had with Samoa Joe, which was brilliant. Great balls of fire. Great balls of fire. Um, but like when he just scuttled out of Joe's mm. legs and just went in, like he, he or when at the beginning of the Rumble, right when when Elias is taunting him, Brock <laughs> Lesnar moves so quickly he himself cannot keep up with himself, and he almost stacks yes. it on the outside. Like imagine Brock Lesnar running at you with that speed like he's not a slow he's he's a cat but just one that's been inflated it's, it's, <laughs> he's insane i love him uh in but i also like it yeah it's that kind of push pull hatred yeah oh he's like he takes the belt hostage but like he's yeah he's like this kind of mythical dragon mm. that everyone hates the fact that he's hoarding all of this attention and booking and glory and money and prizes and that just makes it whenever someone stepped to him much more special. I think he's yeah the best, the best character currently going. Maybe not. Maybe the fiend is a better character, like in terms of character work. But Brock is he's a really weird, complex, simple beast. But yeah, the the beginning as well. Eric Rowan came out with mm -hmm. his stupid cage. They and haven't. They've dropped the cage this week. Well, there was no they? there was no Rowan at all. So I guess it's still there. Mm. But it seems to have taken a few steps back because there be was there was a moment where he was getting nibbled by whatever was in the cage, and it spat red. Mist yeah, or viscous liquid. Viscous liquid. Vis red viscous liquid. <laughs> um, it's going to be hornswoggle. We no, you know that's true. Do you like it? No. no okay, no. good. Uh, but you know that the it's comes... difficult to tell what you like because you do like heavy machinery, which apparently yeah. everyone does, mm. and I don't get it. I but I didn't get the R truth thing until like I was literally kind of battered into. <laughs> to be fair, before the 24-7 championship, I do think our truth was a bit crap. But he has, to be fair, he has made that brilliant. Yeah, and I can't believe there wasn't in the Rumble. And nowhere, like, did, was the 24-7 championship even on the pay-per-view at all? No, that was the the one thing that we both did mm. independently of it's each other. It's the first year of it being yeah. as a thing. I scrubbed through, like, I didn't watch the, the entire, entire pay-per-view, but I scrubbed through, the, uh, and I didn't see any mention of it. Mm. Is Mojo still the champion? Yeah. Okay. But he was beaten by Drew McIntyre on this week's Raw in a non-title match. Well, what? Is it be against... a non-title match? Oh, it's difficult. Well, Mojo's trying to do something <gasps> the different. The ultimate challenge, the 24-7 mm. championship, the WWE Yeah, really put over the belt. Would it take all? <laughs> well, I, I, I thought it would be quite good to put the belt on Drew, and then Drew could just give it to a fan. Oh, that's no, sweet. Because he is, he is like, he's got such a genuine connection with the crowd. Mm. He comes across really, I mean, did you, did you deal with him in WCPW? Yeah, he was our champion yeah. for a while. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah he, was, um, he was our champion when we found out he was going to <laughs> WWE. Oh. Yeah, that was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he was our, I think I can say this, defiance no more. Um, Plus, is, you know, I'm really happy for him. So he was our he was our champ. He was our very very good champ. I'm, mm. I'm hesitant to say best because I I think we had actually a, a real run of really really good champs. But uh, he he was champion. We were in uh, it was Florida, right? We were in Florida. Uh, we did our show, which was fine. Um, <laughs> a little less of a production compared to um, <laughs> the the WrestleMania, but. Um, then yeah, he. I was just like, so Drew, what are you up to tonight? He was just like, oh, I'm just probably going out, whatever. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. We're going off to see NXT. So me and Pachiti are watching NXT live, and then we see on the Titan Tron it cuts to Drew no! McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, ooh, okay. 
Well, he's, he's <laughs> not. He doesn't seem to be wearing our belt. That's really weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it like I I get why he, <laughs> he wouldn't want to tell us. And then afterwards, we yeah, he, we just he basically just like yeah, I've signed with WWE. Yeah, and it was like yeah, we noticed. So, <laughs> uh, best of luck. That's fantastic. Do you want to do one more show so you can drop the belt? Mm. <laughs> it's like yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> it was that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> just like oh, group WhatsApp, let's just get on that. We have something to discuss. Yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think he's. I think he'll be brilliant. I hope he. Do you think he'll win? He's got to right because well, he's big enough. He's yeah. a big hoss man. He is a big hoss man. It, it, it would. It wouldn't make sense. Like mm. the crowd's behind him. It feels like the right time. Don't Braun Strowman it. Don't kind of let the let, let the iron go cold. Just do it and I, see what happens. I think Lesnar has like Lesnar cannot have the belt now. Mm. I'd be happy if this was Lesnar's last title run for a while. And yeah. then he can just feud with people not needing the belt. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I like, I, I just want to, yeah, I want to see him just wrestle weird matches against weird contenders. Mm. I'm actually more excited about him versus Ricochet than I have been about any. I know, like, it's weird. Well, since him versus Brian, which yeah. was amazing. Again, like, I know, like, some of that is Daniel Bryan, but, like, takes two people to tell mm. that story. You need a Goliath as well as a David, and he's the best Goliath in wrestling. I keep, I keep, do I, am I in love with I Brock think Lesnar? you might, I was just about to say, <laughs> we were gonna talk about the fantasy book in a Royal Rumble. I spent most of the time, <laughs> yeah. I just remember that time I interviewed him, and that was really... What happened there? I, I made a bad joke and he didn't laugh. Oh, I remember this. It was on yeah. like the uh, 2K carpet thing. It was, yeah. yeah. What was the joke? I said, uh, and here I am with the most physically impressive specimen in, in WWE right now, and also Brock Lesnar is here. Because Paul Heyman was yeah. also there as well. Neither of them laughed. I don't. Oh. I mean, Paul Heyman definitely got it. And maybe Brock did as well. But um, <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> uh, no, but he got in a jab at me like later on in the interview. He says, like, you know, you, we've all got to do our job like you're attempting to do. And I was just like, damn, Brock, oh. come to the quick, son. That's... That, that hurts, but it, it was, yeah, that was... He negged you. I, he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, Has that now made, like, maybe that was the start of yours and his love affair? Oh my you God, now I want did, to impress I never, I, Yeah, now I'm... Is that when it began? Maybe it is. Oh my God. Can you make me interview Brock Lesnar again? I'll try, I need uh, to yeah, I'll just give feelings. Paul a call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the rumble. Um, oh, by the way, like, so yeah, n number one, I predicted correctly. So yeah. well done me. Number two, number three. And you know what? I'm taking half of number four. What was number four? Number four was Robert Roode. To be fair, and my prediction was Dolph Ziggler. Same tag team. Yeah. Inter inter interchangeable. I can't see the difference between exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm claiming the first four. And yeah, you got the last one. But in terms of, in terms of like story bits or high spots, would you have put, what was the one thing from your booking that you would have wanted to have happened in the Royal Rumble itself? Because um, Edge, Drew, WWE did really well with the Edge return and the yeah. Drew McIntyre win. And the Brock, you know, I think the Brock thing went on too long overall. Really? I think it, because in, in the process of actually watching it, even retroactively looking back on it, I think it was a 10, it should have been a 10, do you think the Drew bit. Pop would have been as big if people weren't starting to get sick? I guess that's the, the question. Uh, I think it could be. Mm. It's I still Brock it's, going out. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I, it, it, 
to me, it reminded me of one of those jokes where you start telling it and then you tell it some more and some more and it gets really unfunny, mm. but then you stick with it and it gets funny again. Like, I was just, I was into it. And the really ricochet like low blow. Yeah, like paying off the, the raw thing. That was, that was clever. Um, like, yeah, you, there was some actual kind of like proper storytelling continuity. Um, I really liked uh, Rated RKO. Yes. Um, I love, I just love just uh, Randy just kind of like, damn, someone's someone shredded <laughs> doing that little hand gesture over his tummy. Um, I like, I, I, I think them, their match at Mania is going to be great. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. Uh, I, I mean, would I have preferred Cena versus Edge? Maybe, but like... You can still do it. Th yeah, there's still a really good kind of... There's, there's, uh, that's going to match is going to be great. Like Edge is obviously, we don't know how healthy he is. If, he, if this is like coming at back as like a, a last mm. match on his terms, or if he's actually got, you know, cleared to compete yeah. on a more regular but more part-time basis. Well, that, that's the, yeah, it's a three-year deal. Mm. And oh, is it? he's competing ah. like five, six times a year. Oh, I think. oh yeah. wow. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, I didn't so know it, is that. A, it is a big. It's, he's properly back. That's because, great. Yeah, if, if it was just Edge Orton without that knowledge, mm. I think I'd be, oh, I'm into this, but there's so much potential elsewhere. The first match back, that's a really good first yeah, match. Yeah, but back. now you've got three years after this to sort of tell. AJ Styles. Well, he, he name dropped a lot of people on Raw. It was like Matt Riddle was one of them. Does really. he have one of those Cody lists? Yes. Yeah. All the the tick. What what was one of them was true, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, I can't remember back then. Uh, but yet, yeah, so out of your booking, I would have had the Kurt Angle Baron Corbin spot. Yeah. Like I know I'm flogging a dead horse with 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 that Kurt Angle stuff. Like because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Mm -hmm. um, Same. Yeah, yeah, he's, ah, ah. <laughs> um, he's, I, I know traditionally you should go out and put over like a younger star. And I think Baron Corbin has progressed to the kind of character which is worthy of that. Like mm. I didn't think at the time, like when he was waiter Corbin, that he was good enough for that. But I think King Corbin is a, a really entertaining act when he's not eating dog food. Um, <laughs> and I think he's definitely worthy of that kind of accolade now. I just, I don't know, it's sentimental and it's like not good business practice, but I wanted him to go out on a big feel good. Because it's Kurt Angle, yeah. like it's, it's, a, it's a slightly different level. I don't know. Well, I, I, think, I think the way you did it is fine because Kurt Angle put over the guy on his way out. Mm. And this is just like a nice bit of comeuppance. Yeah. Because uh, Baron's run roughshod for the whole year after that. Just like a little, just a, yeah, just a little parting moment, mm. which isn't quite as sad <laughs> as watching him. Oh, it was such a slow end of days as well. It was, I, I couldn't, I found it really difficult to watch. Mm. And I know that, yeah, Kurt, one of the reasons why Kurt wanted to go out was because he knows that he's not wrestling to that level. But that's why a little rumble spot, five minutes, you know, move move at a speed you otherwise wouldn't if you were doing an actual yeah. match, and then just and then be and then bye, and then a nice a nice goodbye rather than a oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's okay, <laughs> I hope he doesn't do an Undertaker and fall over backstage. Oh. Uh, Shall I tell you my bit? I would want in there from my booking. Was it? Can I guess? Yes. Uh, was it the um, Fiend versus Undertaker bit? No, that's, you know, in retrospect, that might have jumped the shark. No, that was really, that was the best bit of your, yeah. your booking. Yeah. You say this sarcastically you because you've often that. mocked me 
out out since. Okay, let's not. Saying can't wait for that Fiend Undertaker match. There are private <laughs> issues in public, Ollie. But um, it, I, I completely get it. It's like, um, what, like way back, I was like d coming up with like a list of like Undertaker's perfect retirement opponents, mm. and I wanted to put Kane as number one because it's the story, right? It's the yeah. it's the closing the loop. It's the the final thing, and everyone being just like, "Are you insane?" What will happen to your yeah, yeah. <laughs> to your credibility if you put, <laughs> if you if you want to see fifty year old Mayor K yeah, yeah. versus fifty year old, you know, slow Undertaker like with enough smoke and mirrors there you can do it. You asked yesterday actually about Journey into Darkness. It's right behind your head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is the does. fictional the kayfabe the canon. Yeah. yeah. It's it's incredible. Let's just have a little explanation of Kane's backstory. Oh, you can get that. Okay. Let's have a look-see. Um, Journey into Darkness is a story of a boy who suffers an unspeakable childhood tragedy, losing his family in a fiery blaze. They left him alone at the mercy of strangers who whispered about this friendless child who must <laughs> be cursed. That's great. I Yeah, everyone should buy that. You can get it for super cheap online. But yeah, it's just the... The novelization of. Should I try and get the uh, the audio book rights? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I you're wonder who's. You're, you you have to be the voice of Kane's, of Kane's life. When it, we do. It fits uh, so perfectly. <laughs> when we do, I'm not very good at accents. So when we read Big Apple Takedown on the Patreon exclusive one, mm. we do uh, sort of accent roulette. <laughs> well, you just got to ch chuck an accent for whatever character. Oh my god! And they all—they all pretty much end they up sounding, sounding New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's the easiest Start one. Start off as Russian. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say David Arquette. Oh, that. I think David fun. Arquette as a as a nostalgia cameo surprise entrant rumble yeah. kind of thing. Having him being able to yeah. <laughs> held championships in both WWE yes. and WCW. <laughs> That would be amazing. Uh, uh, for me, my favourite bit of your booking, actually, not um, was Kofi and John Morrison's mm. dueling Spider-Man thing. I actually, that's the one I actually find really hard to believe they didn't do because mm. they didn't do a Kofi save at all. There was no escape. Spots it was a in real the combo break. Yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> like, a, is it, like that was a shit because you can still do a Kofi escape and not mm. take away from Lesnar's like threatening kind of lovely, handsome, sexy persona. But I was very sad. Yeah, like th they had a nice little kind of hope spot thing, but yeah, there wasn't really a, a creative thing for him or, mm. or Morrison. Yeah, because you could, you could still do that spot, couldn't you, of... Uh, in fact, I, th I think it all worked better if Brock eliminates Big E, Ray, and then Kofi saves himself, mm. and Brock's just like, oh well. I'll deal with you later. And then but then it's Kofi who hits the low blow rather than Ricochet. Yeah. That would have been neater. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand why they did Ricochet, yeah. setting up Showdown, and um, they did the low blow before. Um, but yeah. It's his major weakness, the dick. <laughs> isn't it, Brock? <laughs> yes. It's his big glowing reticule, like, yeah. in, um, in, like in Resident Evil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, that was my that was one of my favourite little weird mini gimmick changes when Undertaker was just an old man obsessed with getting people in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah I, I really really dug it. I thought um, mm. it, I actually preferred it on the whole. Like it, I think as like a cohesive 
piece. Oh, big statement um, Shinsuke's win. Okay. Like, that Rumble was brilliant. I, I think this might actually top mm. it. I think this might be my favorite Rumble of the last decade. Because that was, was that the, that's the one where Bala, Nakamura. Yeah, so they did the old versus new. Roman stat, that's that fantastic. Was yeah. that 2017? That 18? was 2018. 2018. 19, I didn't, that was fine. Mm. It was fine. It was fine, um, but yeah. But it was fine. But, um, yeah, the two best rumbles of the last 10 years, definitely um, <coughs> seven, uh, 18 and, and this year's. And I actually preferred this year's. But I think this year's is better overall. Yeah. Just because the, I, I've, got, I've got more optimism over Drew winning than Nakamura. Mm. It's kind of like how the, your future hopes influence yeah. what you're feeling in the, in the present. Where would you, to, just to close things off then, uh, I guess 2020 rumble, 2001 rumble, and everyone loves the 92 Rumble. Yeah, I mean... I think it's dated horribly. I think, I love 2002 as mm -hmm. well. Um, that was the one where uh, Undertaker murdered Maven. Oh yeah, he's uh, still in. It's great, yeah, he's still in the Rumble. Um, tw uh, yeah, 2010 was really, really good. Uh, they're like, they're, there are elements of all of them, mm. which is why the Rumble's like the best match of the year. Like there are high spots. I, I don't think there's a Rumble gone past that doesn't have at least one high spot even like a terrible rumble like was it 2012 or 2013 which didn't really have anything going on at least had like the godfather turning up yeah getting immediately eliminated and dancing to the back while the music <laughs> still plays like it, there's always one thing um and this just happened to have like a gigant like two really good a stories and mm. a lot of really good storyline progression one you know the return of the year uh, yeah. And also Edge's return as well. <laughs> uh, God, I'm, su I'm such a dick. I'm such a dick. I'm really sorry. Uh, but no, um, I yeah, I thought it was yeah, really really good. Um, the great, the, yeah, the great Rumbles. Um, 2001, perfect. 2002, 2010, um, and yeah, these last in the last two mm. two years, these two. Well done, WWE. Yeah, nice one. Give them their props. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do yeah. good stuff sometime. What did you think about Charlotte winning? Uh, yeah, it's a shame because that was a really good match too, I thought. Yeah, I thought it held together I, really well. Uh, I don't mind Charlotte winning. I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of it. Mm. Uh, but it was the nature of the elimination that got me, where she was doing a sort of plank on the top rope. Yeah. And Shayna Baszler just had her. And I guess we're supposed to believe Charlotte is so strong that the advantage of physics yeah. just wasn't in Shayna's favour because all she had to do was push her. Push her. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. they held on for that for ages and they had the hard cam and Charlotte was looking at the hard cam like she was hulking up. She's just got the, the strongest shins in wrestling. Yeah, right. I just, I don't believe any of this. No. And I'm not particularly into Charlotte winning. I'm, I'm definitely cool with Charlotte winning. Mm -hmm. um, I think Charlotte versus Becky uh, as, a, as a mania match is great. Uh, if that's where they're going. Um, do you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm spoiling everything for you. Oh now. no! Do you want to know the? Do you want to know the plans? Oh yeah, tell me the plans. Becky versus Baszler. Is, is that still the built. plan? Yeah, that's apparently penciled in. Well, I know that they ch they they changed it, right? Like Baszler was supposed mm. to win and Reigns was supposed to win. I know that, so I assume that they just changed the plans. Is it going to be Charlotte versus Bailey? It's going to be Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Oh, I see. In fact, as we're recording this on a Wednesday, tonight's NXT, Charlotte's going to NXT to sort of answer Ripley's challenge, which she made on Raw. Oh, so this could be the first week that NXT beats AEW this year. That's really, I, I, I mean, like that, in, in terms of cementing NXT as like a third brand, mm. I think that's a really, really 
really strong idea, yeah, actually. Yeah. Having, yeah, having someone as of, of Charlotte's stature, a Royal Rumble winner, being like, no, I want you. I mean, poor Bailey. <laughs> poor Bailey. Um, but yeah, I think that's really, really great. I, I don't know why she wouldn't want to fight Becky, though. Like, narrative-wise, year on from mm. Becky winning the biggest match, and Charlotte has still got that kind of gimmick as a conceited, I should be the top of the card heel. You'd think that she would want to fight Becky. And she was never pinned either, was she? Exactly. It was Becky pinning uh, Ronda. Yeah, because then you've got like, yeah, you never pinned me, mm. I won the Rumble, uh, I beat you at SummerSlam, you know, do you remember before you were the man? Like, yeah. I, if anything, you have me to thank for literally everything that you've got. Like, there's so much stuff there. Like. Uh, I mean, cool. Uh, I think that's <laughs> cool for NXT, but uh, I think Charlotte Becky would have been fine, yeah. which is why I was cool with her winning the Rumble like in the first place. Baszler would have been great, but I mm. thought Charlotte, yeah. I mean, she's one of the biggest female, if not the biggest female wrestler in the world, like from a mainstream perspective. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want your Rumble like Hall of Fame to be have those names in it. And she hasn't won it yet, no. which apparently is one of the backstage reasons why she won it. Because she hasn't won because it. Because she yet. hasn't won it. I mean, yeah. it's been she's been in two, right? There's only been two. Well, it's three, including this year's. Yeah, but she w she wasn't in the first one. No, it was Asuka. Oh yeah, because she was she was one of the champs. The title match. Yeah, so it was Asuka last uh, 2018. Yeah, Becky 2019. Yeah, I suppose you can't have two she rumbles without it. her. <laughs> <laughs> well. Thank you ever so much for everyone joining us here on this little bonus podcast. Yeah. We'll have uh, Pete and Laurie back tomorrow with NXT, and me and Luke will be doing AEW. And then there's Pete and Andy with SmackDown on on Saturday. Gosh. It doesn't stop. Wrestling just it never doesn't ends. doesn't stop. Oh, and the most exciting thing of the month, it's the WWE Q1 Investors Call tomorrow. And me and Pete, and me and Luke, sorry, going to be going through that on the podcast on Friday. Wow. Numbers. That sounds really boring. It's so interesting. They fired everyone. Oh, <laughs> that's right. They, man, I, I have to apologize for being and so And the XFL the starts this weekend. No, that's true. They did, they jettisoned, who is it, like three of them? There's uh, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios. Oh, my God. Yeah, those big guys. Yeah, Former yeah, champions, yeah. both of them. <laughs> They never won the Rumble. Yeah, but they've been with the company for what? 10 years? Mm, crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so uh, give us a subscribe wherever you're getting your podcast from. Luke usually does the intro or outro. Uh, see you tomorrow. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.